Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. We really hope we'll see you there. Hello. 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 We just screamed down the microphone. Hope everyone enjoyed that. <laughs> Hi. I'm kicking us off. I don't know why I'm kicking us off with something so serious, actually, but I've... I'm How kind of, serious? I'm Should there I bring already. my tone back up it's again? It's actually not that serious. It, it's serious, but it's not deep and dark. Okay, let me just say it. <laughs> it's not dark. Is it just me? Or does anyone else feel like they'll never know what job they should do? That's quite serious. Yeah, it is quite serious, isn't it? Yeah, I live in perpetual fear that one day I'm Instagram will go and I'll have to get a proper job. And I don't know what it'll be. This was someone else's question, by the way, not mine, just FYI. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, down the job centre, Instagram's done, she's had enough. But I think about this a lot because how the hell are you supposed to know when you leave school? Okay, first of all, GCSE. GCSE is still very broad. You only drop like two subjects, don't you, or whatever. But then A-level, you have to narrow that down quite significantly. So significantly. And that changes then the course of your life when you're 16 and you have to be like... 15, you have to make the decision. Yeah, so, so young. So young. And then and then you're kind of funneled then into something that you might not... I don't, I think about this a lot. I just don't think it's right. I mean, I don't know the alternative. I haven't got that far. <laughs> I don't think but it's right. I don't think it's right. Mine were, mine were a total guess, my A-levels. You did Well, apart French from two. Were, and Spanish? No, oh. French, English language, biology Figures. and chemistry. Figures, yeah, fine. But... What did I do? Oh, yeah, I remember. Is well, that Yeah. English. Yeah. Politics and history. Which makes sense. I'm interested in those that things. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the, the, yeah. English language, which I regret. I should have English lit, I think. English you would definitely be better at English lit, yeah, I English. think. And also, in my GCSEs, I got, I don't want to show off, but I can because I did so badly in the rest of them. But I got, yeah. like, apart from art and English, I got 98% in my English lit GCSE, which was like so good. That, why did you take that very level? Well, because I thought I was better at English language and I got a C in English language. And when I got to my fucking <laughs> A-level classroom, it was the same teacher. And the guy told me it was a fluke that I'd done that well in English lit. And I was like, you're a massive knob. And then he decided to be my teacher for two years. He, honestly, my spirits at school was so like murdered <laughs> so I was wondering where we go with that I was thinking like dash but I was like it's not enough like I had so little confidence in my own academic ability and I'm not saying I'm a smart person but I consistently felt like an idiot and that teacher yeah. really didn't help he made me feel like such an idiot so much of the time and I know no one can make you feel like an idiot you only make yourself feel like stuff but also when but, you were when you were like fourteen and your teacher's telling you shit, yeah, and he has so much power over you. And I like don't the know power why. Dynamic I look back not. and I'm like, why did I give you so much power? He wore Velcro school shoes, and he <laughs> was like in his sixties. And I gave him, and I was so scared of him and so upset by him. And now I think about him, I'm like, hmm, you weren't all that. No. But anyway. But yeah, I just I think it's I think it's crazy. Honestly, I just think there should be a better system. And like I remember we had a. Um, 
<laughs> like I did biology and chemistry just basically just because I did well in them at GCSE. Wow. I know, so random. So I was like, well, I don't like, might as well just do them for it. And then that kept, <laughs> lol, that kept me open then to do, to be a doctor, which is obviously never going to fucking happen. Is that a joke? Can you imagine a worse doctor than me? Was that a genuine conversation you had around the kitchen table? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I had absolutely no idea what I wanted a to French do. A French doctor, that's like, what you could like, be. I was like, oh, I'm quite good at the sciences. So like, maybe this is where I'm supposed to go. So I was like, I'm going to keep it so random, like English and French and then biology and chemistry. Anyway, it didn't work out. Um, yeah. Thank Who God. Knew? Thank God it didn't work out. But like, I had no idea. To this day, I still... I I think I actually don't think many people really have a something that they're supposed to do and like this role that they're supposed to oh, fulfill. Oh, I don't know. There are some people that like some who people, doctors or rare. I think I do think it's rare. I think yeah. the majority, vast majority of us, fall into something What's like that life. Oscar just a wild quote. Don't know. Oh, it's I. They keep saying it on Radio Four. Oscar Wilde quote. Like, oh, for fuck's sake. There is a quote that exists that I've forgotten. The gist of it is basically like you you can feel sorry for somebody who knows what they want to do because the adventure of life is not knowing. Like you you have to pity somebody that's always been on a certain path and known what they want to do. Wow. I think it's to make other people feel better. I think it's to make the people that don't have a fucking clue about themselves feel better. Because yeah. realistically, the lawyers who have like a steady salary and love their jobs probably feel better than like the people yeah. who are like 37 being like, why am I working here? I hate it. But at least Oscar Wilde said that I'm living the adventure of a lifetime. You know, that's, prob <laughs> that's probably Oscar. why he said it. I don't know why I'm really going for Oscar Wilde today. I'll leave him alone. I'm really sorry. Rest in peace. See, but this gets me thinking too hard because then it's like, when I think about the fact that every little micro decision and microsecond changes the course of your life, then... Are you okay? That freak... <laughs> That freaks me out. Jen's giving me the weird eyes. But but what do you think you've done today that has impacted everything? Existentially, like the, the course of your life? Absolutely everything. Leave, name me five things that you've done that have completely the altered the course even, of your I life. I won't even know. Oh, this is what I was trying to remember. This is the Oscar Wilde quote. If you want to be a grocer, we're going to go back to your existential in a second. If you want to be a grocer or a general or a politician or a judge, you will invariably become it. That is your punishment. He's saying okay. that it's a punishment to be the thing that you always. So you're like trapped. It's like a prison. It's yeah, like trapped. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's something cool in having like a real. But I think a, a massive part of you would thrive in prison. <laughs> Do you think? I think you would. I think you'd do really well being fed three <laughs> times a day, exercised, like you've just got so people running the big stuff. So all you have to do is just what Exit, you want. survive. Yeah, all you have to do is just sort of like walk from there to there, eat, lap of the quad. Probably. Whatever, court, whatever they call it. Yeah, probably. Then just back into your room. You'd be locked up so you've not got any temptations to go out. It might take some... I want to say it'll take some stress out of life, but I don't know if that's true. I think, you, I I think, think it would prison be a, might I think, be quite stressful. I think you'd find it more relaxing in lots of ways than you would a spa break. In a spa break, you'd be looking at the list like, oh God, what am I going to have? Should I get my nails? I've got my nails. I've only got the time. I and my phone's like, ding, yeah. ding, yeah, ding, exactly. ding. In prison, like, it would just be uh, serenity. <laughs> maybe that's that. I've never thought about it. Maybe, I, maybe I'd like a little stint. Let's... <laughs> 
don't, I mean, you know what? I was Still actually listening. Clink. I was listening on the radio this morning about Boris Becker's time in prison, and he seems yeah. to be absolutely thriving. They say he's, he's lost a bunch of weight, he's sober, and the, the newsreader, Ashley, was really out. It's like, well, obviously, like, alcohol's banned in prison. Um, yeah. yeah, he seems to be Is thriving. He, like, teaching yoga in prison or something. Yeah, well, you, I think he's in uh, Wandsworth prison. I actually didn't know he was in prison, but. Yeah, well, he got a blowjob in Nobu, that's all I know about him. Did he? He did, yeah. Alex to be there for dinner once and my mum was like, oh, did you give a blowjob in the bathroom? And I was like, what kind of a horrifying question is that? <laughs> and I didn't realise the reference to Boris Becker. Ah, um, we should probably say allegedly. Ale- no, no, I think he, oh, was, no. I think he was busted. Yeah. Ah, okay, um, there you go. Yeah. Um, so again, going back to the things you've yeah. done this morning that have completely changed the course of your life. Well, if I'd have got on the train or the tube before or after... It would have just, everything would have just completely changed. Well, not really. You just would have been like two minutes later or two minutes earlier. But everything, but everything builds up to have an impact, doesn't it? On like where the course of your, your day, it changes the course of, it changes the course of your hour, then your morning, then that, it all has this weird, like, it builds momentum to just like change but the course of But isn't it nicer to just be like, that yeah, was meant to much happen? Yeah, much nicer. Yeah. Yeah, like there was a reason I got on yeah, this train. Yeah, but we know this. Like, I don't, I, I, I can't make myself believe that, like, everything's supposed to be. I, I feel like everything, nothing is written in the stars. Like, there's no destiny. Like, everything happens. You should write children's books. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing in the stars and no such thing as destiny. <laughs> I don't think there is, though, or fate. I don't think there is. I don't think anything as coincidence. Like, I think you don't just... believe in coincidences? No, I do believe in coincidences. She's Sorry. a conspiracy I theorist. Mean... In a minute, she's going to tell us no. that the earth is flat. No, it definitely is. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, okay. I do love watching conspiracy theory stuff. I don't believe any of them, but I, I do enjoy watching them. You might believe some of them. I haven't found one yet that I'm really... Sucked in by... One that does confuse me is the Avril Lavigne is dead conspiracy theory. That feels suspicious. There is something fishy going on with her and that lookalike. Hmm. It's weird. It's all very, very strange. We didn't know that Brittany was in a conservative all that time. So in conservatorship. So it's not ruling out. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But then, going, sorry, going, I can't just let this go. You don't believe in coincidences. No, I do, I do, I do. Oh, well, you have to but, believe in coincidence because otherwise it's fate. You know, like, no, I do believe in coincidence. coincidence. Yeah. What I mean, sorry, is like, you know, you know when like, when people, or like, you know when people are like, oh, I was actually just, I was thinking about them this morning. Sorry, I believe fully in coincidences, not that anything is fate, right? Oh, well, I so, so you disagree. know when people say like, oh, I was thinking about them and then they rang me like, oh, I'm like, you know, oh, I must no. have been, I think it's absolute bullshit. Like, it's I just... say that to you all the time, but genuinely, okay, there, is, there are some things in my life that have happened that I'm like, explain this to me. Okay, like, <clears throat> give me an example. Okay, weirdly we mentioned this in the last, the last is it just me as well? But in 2018, my brother had an accident, right? On Monday morning for the last 14 years, yeah. my mum's gone to the gym, or it was 14 years at the time, it's been now like 20 years. She's gone, she's seen the same PT every single morning at 8 a.m. on a Monday morning until 10 a.m. So for literally like, 15 years, I would never call her on a Monday or a Wednesday morning because she's with a PT. I just always has been. Right. Always like, like for as long as forever, yeah. like she's been doing that. So I'd never call her. And on mo- this one Monday morning in February, I had this feeling and it was like, a re- I woke up and I was like, something's wrong. I need to talk to my mom. And I, I can't tell you, it was just the weirdest thing. I was like, I just have to talk to her. And I rang her and she answered and she went, Finn broke his neck, come to the hospital. 
was like, what the fuck was that? I rang at like 8.30 in the morning. Why yeah. did I do that? I had no, she didn't call me. I hadn't heard from her. And it's just like, why did I do that? Yeah. It's so weird. Again, um, when my friend Anna was in having her baby and she was in, she was like super pregnant. I was looking, you know, the thing it's like, magpies and it's like one for sorrow two for joy three for a girl four for a boy yeah i was looking fucking everywhere for three magpies every day i went on my walk and i was looking there were twos there were ones there were fours there were never any threes i sent her a text at 5 15 saying anna i've just th seen three magpies i've just seen three magpies no at 5 p.m i sent that and she replied four hours later being like your goddaughter born at 5 p.m. today. Aww. Like, what are the fucking chances? That, like, tell me that that's not fate. Like, it's sometimes the universe does these lovely little things and it's like, wow. Yeah, but okay. But I'm not, I, I don't wanna, cause I don't wanna take those things away from you. Cause that was like, that's really nice. But so then, I don't wanna say anything, you know? Cause like- No, it's okay, you can. I, because I genuinely believe in my soul. But I think like, think of all the times that the universe hasn't done that, which is like 99.9999999% of the time. Like to me, those things are coincidences. What a horrible way of thinking. I, I, yeah, <laughs> but then, but I, I quite like that. That works with my brain. Like I like, as with re like religion and stuff like that as well. Like I like, I prefer to take the more like sciencey route. That interests me. I think that's where that speaks to me more, and like the more and psychology what about route as vu? well. Can you explain deja vu? Well, there are th no one. There are theories, aren't there? But no one like has an actual. Yeah, no one actually. Like, no, there is no science. No. We have to believe that it's fate. No, it's probably just some like a physiological thing. <laughs> nah, but I it's just, like I love thinking that it's just like it's all right. Like it's all okay. But I think that's nice. If you like thinking that, then that's a nice thing like, yeah, to Fliss think. Like yeah, Fliss has got a baby coming any day now and I am out there like fucking magpie patrol, willing that baby. And I know, I, I have 100% certainty that on the day that baby's born, I'll see the right amount of magpies. I know it. Um, and that's very nice. And I used to wish I was like that, but I don't anymore because I realize that I don't take pleasure in things like that. Like oh, that's I not, that's not it exciting to me. It gives me like a fizzy me, feeling but... in my tummy. Yeah. When I just think like everything's good. And like when things don't happen the right way, where before I'd get like annoyed and be like, oh, why isn't it happening? I'm like, there's a reason. Like, fuck knows what it is, but like, I'll wait and see. And if yeah. it doesn't become clear immediately, I'm like, oh, well. By the time that it hasn't become clear, I've got over the annoyance, so it's fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, I'm over it now. Like, if I'm annoyed yeah, yeah, that I didn't yeah. get a parking space, I'm like, oh, well, I probably needed to do the walk. Yeah, you do get over things quite quickly. Me? Yeah. Incredibly quickly. <laughs> yeah. Like, within a matter of seconds, it's actually horrible. Whiplash central. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So that's, um. yeah. Oh, my God. My I don't even know how we got here. Well, what are you supposed but to do yeah. with your life? Yeah. Like, how are you meant to know what you're supposed to do with your life? Trust the process, babes. In the trust, trust the trust process. the process. Trust. In the words of Adele, <laughs> she said a lot of good shit. Trust the process. Oh, okay. This is neither an embarrassing story nor an is it just me, but it is an email that I think we should read out because speaking of changing the course of lives, we've changed the course of someone's life fairly significantly. Oh, no. Are you ready? She's cut her ears off. <laughs> she doesn't want to hear anything else. She's cut her ears off. I love that. <laughs> so bad that it's it, it doesn't suffice for me to just not listen to podcasts anymore, or even just I don't this want podcast. To ever hear 
anything. I'm just going to cut my ears <laughs> off and there we are. I'm van gothing these bitches. I'm done. <laughs> Thing is, even if you cut your ears off, you'd still be able to hear, wouldn't you? Because <laughs> you've still got the hole and that's where it comes from, isn't it? Right, so now we've just... Okay, we've anyway. Just, like, we've just... Butchered. The, yeah, literally but, yeah. butchered. Okay. Hi. She can still fucking hear us, the poor woman. Hi, ladies. I finally... I finally found out how to email. Is that how we do? So I'm copying this over from Instagram. I must have read that wrong. I, I think it's, I think emailed us. I think maybe realising that we have an email address. I don't think we've just oh, ripped this woman into the 21st century. I was like, surely. surely I mean, come on. Because Okay, right. So she's she's found out how to email. Well done. Uh, first of all, love the podcast. Love listening to Em and Alex's stories when I'm running. The one about Alex taking vet, Betty to the vet had me laughing so much I had to stop running and was stood laughing to myself like a weirdo <laughs> as people pass this. She's put in quote marks, this dog. <laughs> um, I just wanted to get in touch to say thank you so much for the podcast. It's literally changed my life. I listened to the interview with Benita Norris one of the best interviews we've done. Yeah. Absolutely incredible woman. And was so inspired, I shortly after read her book. Shortly after that, I saw an advert for a job in Antarctica. I've always dreamed of going to Antarctica, but I was hesitant to apply as I just thought so many people would apply and I would never get the job. So it wasn't worth my time. But after listening to the interview with Benita and then reading her book, it really gave me the, the determination to, to apply. Someone had to get the job, so why not me? So I applied, but I didn't get the job. Okay. I'm just kidding. She did. Oh. I'm, just, I'm just like, imagine if that's how it ended, but I didn't get the job. And I got the job. I'll be part of an all female team heading to Antarctica this November, which weirdly the news has been posting about. So basically, thank you for interviewing inspirational women and sharing the interviews with us. If I hadn't listened to the podcast and heard your chat with Benita, I probably would never have applied and wouldn't be going to Antarctica. Thank you. How can you not believe in fate? Keep up the great work on the pod and congratulations to Em and her Alex on their incredible news. Thanks, babes. And thanks for the validation. Fate exists. She was supposed to listen to that podcast. How cool. That stunning. Isn't that cool? Got the universe also, magic. Also, wow, going to Antarctica. I'd say it's so cold. Whereabouts is that? Right at the bottom. You're no simple way to remember this. I can't believe I don't even laugh at you for these questions anymore. I just answer them. Arctic on the top, Antarctica on the bottom... The, the, That's not a stupid question. Like, how are you supposed to remember the difference? I'm about to explain Sorry, the way okay. to remember it. Okay. Arctic is the shorter word. Antarctic is the longer word. So the longer one would be heavier. If you put it in a thing of water, it would sink because it's the longer word. So I will actually always remember that now. You're welcome. I should honestly, I should be a teacher for like really stupid people because I've got really great ways of remembering really basic stuff. I like that. Yeah, thank you Antarctica. so much. Antarctica. Bulky, yeah, it's the big, big word. Yeah, it's the longer the words Arctic. on the bottom. Yeah, at the top, more like high and floaty and Antarctica. Arctic. Yeah, there nice. you go. Yeah. Okay. I um, mean, I would go to the Arctic simply because it's closer. Are they both very cold? Yeah, they're both very. Well, very they're both cold. cold as each other, I'd say, because they're equidistant away from the equator, aren't they? Yeah. Equator's in the middle. Yeah. Same again. Tropic of Cancer on the top. Tropic yeah. of Capricorn on the bottom. <gasps> longer words on the bottom. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So where's Greenland? Top. Up. So you want to know another fun fact about the world? Iceland yeah. and Greenland. Yeah. Greenland is much, much icier and snowier than Iceland. It's predominantly white because obviously it's covered in snow. Whereas yeah. Iceland is a quite a green country. So they really should have been called the other one. 
They should have been. Greenland should be called Iceland and Iceland yeah. should be called Greenland. But because whenever I see Iceland on Instagram, people always go and it looks amazing, but it never it's, looks very icy. It's amazing. One of my mum's best friends is Icelandic, oddly. And she goes there all the time to stay with him. And it's so cool. And I've been to stay and he lives in Reykjavik in like the middle of the town and they do this thing called the Airways Festival and it's just like, oh, oh it's so cool. It looks so nice. I think Apparently it's really, really cool. expensive there, right? Yeah, like it's great, yeah. Because they have to import everything. Yeah, they import everything. And like, they're super, like they're just really good at handling shit. Like even their horses, like you can't import animals from anywhere else. So like, all, like they all have like their, like their, their illnesses, but like no other illnesses. Like, right. if that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. a very like insular place. Unrelated. My friend went to Barbados for a wedding and I just caught up with her last night. And because everything is imported there as well, she tried to buy a bottle of Whispering Angel. Guess how much it was? £40. £70. Love to see it. I don't know how much Whispering Angel is in real life, but... In... Probably about £40, actually. I don't know. Oh. But... I, don't, well, I thought it was pounds, just like a bottle pounds. of rose. No. Seems oh. expensive Oh, is it poshed up? Yeah. Oh, then... then... Oh. Waitrose. Well, you can okay. clearly tell I do not drink. <laughs> I've, been out the, I've, been, I've been out of the game for a while. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and I think if you went to a restaurant, you'd probably pay about 40 do for a whispering Do you know anything angel. about wine? I feel like I no. actually don't know this about you. No, not a fucking thing. Me neither. I feel like a massive, I feel like an absolute idiot when any, anyone asks me about wine. Because I tell you what, when I was 13, my friend Flora and I, teen drinking is very bad. Okay, just a precursor to this. But me and my friend Flora drank, we shared a bottle of her mum's uh, M&S cooking wine. Uh, not that new, sounds disgusting. Red, yeah, it's like red, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, like red wine, okay. it's for cooking. Oh. And we drank it and she was sick all over her mum's cream carpet. And I still remember the smell of her red wine sick. And I can still remember her mum coming down the stairs, just go, oh, Flora, what have you done? <laughs> I still, every time I look at a glass of red wine, I just think of her mum just being like, what have you done? And I just like, oh, I haven't got it in me now. So no, I, I've I never like been bread. able to drink red wine. I, I don't know why I'm going to so proudly admit this so openly and publicly, but I think if you blindfolded me and I tried one white, one rosé, I honestly wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Fair enough. I don't actually think I know the difference between white and rosé. I think red wine I'm really happy that we don't drink it because I always when people get drunk on red wine and then they have red wine teeth I and know. I just think like Ugh. it really does knock me actually it really goes through yeah. me and particularly at this time of my life where I'm obviously not drinking and people come up with it and they've got like little gravestone teeth because they're all grey and, and I'm just it's like, all in the crevices of yeah, their lips I'm just like this is it's this rank. is not good I don't like that I don't want to hear what no. you have to say right now because no. you're going to say it to me with a breath that I'm just not ready for. White wine, you can be absolutely shit-faced and no one will know. Rosé. Yeah. I like, you know, I like rosé. I like white wine. I get very bad heartburn from white wine. So you can't have like... So I know, do I. I know really they can't bad. have a Sauvignon Blanc. I know a Chablis better. That's what I know for heartburn. My mum taught me that. Okay. Or a Chardonnay. No, not a Chardonnay. A Chablis is the best for heartburn. I actually can't drink any wine without having my Meprazole actually. But if I do have a Meprazole, I can. Actually, I'm very basic because Prosecco is the best for me. Agree. Or champagne. Yeah. If you fancy, if you fancy. Yeah, I, oh yeah. yeah I Actually, I prefer the taste of Prosecco champagne. That's good. Yeah. I, I like sweetness basically. So like wine, if I'm having a glass of wine, I, I know this is sacrilege. Again, I shouldn't wine. be proud of this, but I love pudding wine. But I put <laughs> I put lemonade in my wine. I know this is no, so you bad. Don't. I do, I do, I do. And I, and I I know, but I don't need an expensive wine. Clearly. You know, like obviously, because I don't want to ruin everyone, you know, but. 
Yeah. Well, Al just gets like a bottle of the 40 quid Whispering Angel and pours a Sprite into the top of it. Um, interesting. We'll never go to a wine bar. It's like a spritz, right? A wine spritz. I like a glass of wine, though. I feel classy as hell. I am not going to be ashamed about this, actually, because sangria exists. I don't, even, I don't think I've ever had a wine sangria. spritz exists. I like a cider. Fine. I want a cider if I go to the pub and I'll have a glass like of a white wine at someone's house or a glass of rosé in the summer. Cider tastes like pop. That's the thing. It Cider's tastes like apple pop. stunning. It's just apple juice. Apple Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. oh, I could have killed a cider this summer. Oh, cider is good. You, I like you can have a cider wine. now, can't you? Mm, I wouldn't. I no. don't think. I don't no. know. I think you can. Like when you get to a point in your pregnancy, you can have like a drink. Yeah. People keep, old people keep asking me if I'm drinking. Like lo- <laughs> I keep seeing like loads of like my parents' friends or like friends' parents. They're like, are you drinking at the moment? And I'm like, no. Probably not. No, I'm not. And they kind of give you like a sad look. Um, and also, to be honest, I'm so, like, last night I had a pizza and it just came up my nose. You know, it just I can't keep oh, anything down. Woof. I just don't think the alcohol's gonna. Woof, that I think was it's a... gonna last a minute. I stung. That's what I did. It stung. You threw that one out there. Yeah. It stunk. It stung. Oh, it stung. Stinging oh, out, eyes hell. watering. <gasps> I know. Stunk. It's so bleak. It's just I'm so sick of it. But what are you gonna do? Okay, okay. I've got little like. Is it just me? Like a little fun, easy one. Okay. Hi, love the pod, of course. I've listened to every episode and each one is so insightful and relatable. Is it just me or is just being in a lift the most awkward and embarrassing (laughs) thing ever? The most awkward is when it's just you and one other person. The cringy small talk of what floor you are going to, then standing in silence while praying it hurries up. This woman does not live in London. You're talking about what floor you go to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then when you get out, do you say bye? It feels like I should. I spent the journey staring at their shoes anywhere but looking at them in the face. But then it feels rude not to say bye. I'm cringing just thinking about being in a lift. Ah, she uses my ARGH. <laughs> I have no idea why, but I also find this embarrassing. And lots of my friends listen in, so please keep me in on. Or just my first name, haha. I don't like... All right, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being in a lift with your friend. Like if you and I are in a lift and there's someone else because I'm super aware of our conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get dead quiet. Yeah, yeah. You just go like really silent because it's just like, even if you're talking about like literally nothing, it's just, and you can't maintain a normal volume because you're in such a small space. I am that awkward person who, if it's just, if it's me and one other person, I have to acknowledge and I have to make some kind of awkward small talk. No, I don't want to be acknowledged at all. I am so British. I'll literally be like, oh, some weather's bad, isn't it? Oh, it's hot today. In the lift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's hot today, isn't it? Oh, it's hot, it's hot, isn't it? Don't tell them that. Then they just know that you're sweaty. I'd be like, who is this fucking like sweaty beast got in the the lift with me? Can't not acknowledge. Oh but no! Also, I don't want a single bit of acknowledgement. When I went, can I just say when I went for my one of my when you when you're pregnant, my first scan, like yeah. early, like I can't remember how early it was, but it's before you told people. I went to the doctor, went to the hospital, where I was having to like register the baby at the hospital, and I got to the hospital and I got in the lift, and my fucking neighbour Chad got in the lift as well, and he just looked at me and he went, "Are you pregnant?" And I was like, "Yes, Chad." But like, like Chad, you Jesus. Have asked that. So I was like, yes. And then we literally just stood in silence the whole way up to the maternity floor. Like, I mean, what are the chances? But like, so annoying. And that was the only conversation I've had in the lift <laughs> Ew, in years. And it was awful. He's the most note. miserable man I've ever known. He's just moved back to Australia. He was Eeyore. I've never known anybody like it. It was Eeyore. so grumpy. And when you say anything cheery to him, which I try, I really fucking tried. I'd be like, oh, Chad, your garden looks nice. And he'd be like, thanks but there's actually loads of slugs in it and I was like all right never mind then and then <laughs> okay. it'd be like it'd be like oh I like I, when we moved I was like I love this street and he was like 
It's not that nice. Someone came down it with a machete a few months ago. And it's like, all right, fucking hell, Jesus Christ, Chad. Yeah. I think someone could make a good TV series out of him. Yeah, like you character. and him. Yeah, you we'd and do him well together. together. Yeah. Side note, do you know how many people, I forgot to tell you this, when you announced your pregnancy, do you know how many people asked me if I knew? What was it if I just hadn't? Uh, surprise, yeah. Al, putting on Instagram. Yeah, and they're like, did you know? And I was like, she's halfway through. Also, she told me on the day she found out. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, no, I'm just keeping it a secret from... Uh, how? Imagine. Imagine. But I was just like surprised at how many people thought that it was like... Not reasonable, but like just Maybe viable that I wouldn't got have got a convenient ship. Maybe they don't think we're in like a real Friendship. friendship. We're yeah. just like, the producers have just put us together. Do you know what I mean? This yeah. is like Simon Cowell's just put us together. And we don't talk We're outside like of this. We're like one direction. Yeah, we only get together when it's contractual. <laughs> it really made me laugh. I was like, yeah, I had a clue. Yeah. <laughs> I had an inkling. <laughs> she gave herself away. Um, yeah, no, being in the lift is fucking awful. But I just, I literally, I, it's a point of resilience, I think. Absolutely. So don't acknowledge anything. Stone cold silence. Absolutely. I don't want to smile. Where's I don't want your heart? <laughs> Absence. Where's your British heart? I don't. I think Londoners have different hearts to British people. Like I think we're just yeah. slightly. I think there's because well, Alec, my Alex isn't British. He's a fucking chatty Cathy. I tell you, everybody. He's been down our neighbour's house, four doors down. She's a uh-huh. paddleboard instructor. She lives alone. He's she's he's invited her over on Saturday night. I'm like, why Saturday night? Oh no, that's like, not he fun. Just, he talks to everyone. That's really not fun. I know, and I was like, why not last night? Like we already had Georgie over last night. We're having pizza. It's Wednesday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh my god, Saturday night. I know, um, brutal. So he he's a chatty in a lift type. Oh, hi, what floor are you going? I'm like, why'd you care, babe? Why'd you care? I get on the bus. I want to stop you. Why'd you care? I didn't know what. Like, uh, someone the first time someone spoke when I first moved back to London after school, like my first job here, I was on the tube at like 18, and someone on at the tube station I used to work in Victoria tapped me on the shoulder to ask me directions. Oh, yeah. And I screamed. I was so <laughs> horrified. That's quite shocking. At having been touched on yeah. the underground. I was like, get off. It does feel so jarring when someone actually is talking yeah. to you and you're like, oh, I just what is know going on? I look too comfortable on the tube. I know I look like I know what I'm doing because I get asked directions at least five times a day. I do try and I do try and I smile. I try and smile at like women on the tube. I think it's because I don't smile that they know that I'm a Londoner. Like yesterday, twice after we recorded, I got asked on Oxford Street the way to somewhere. I'm just like, how do they know? Of course they know. I'm not smiling at them. I'm not looking at them. I'm barging past them. I'm practically pushing children in front of buses. I'm like, get out of my way. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know. You've got to be brutal. You've got to be officious. No Um, time for anyone. Side note, I love that her friends listen to the podcast as well. I know. I always think of people I wish our friends, like, no, I'm kind of like <laughs> random weirdos that listen like on their own. It's like a kind of a, not a guilty pleasure. It's just a guilty, just, just guilt. I don't know, just guilt. My favourite thing <laughs> is when somebody sends me my own post and then they go, oh shit, sorry, that was meant for a friend. And I'm like, what were you saying about it? Yeah, I don't like that. In my I head, like I'm hoping they're just like, oh babes, I hope you saw this. Like, love her. But it probably yeah, isn't. It's probably just like, like, oh, this is what we were talking about earlier. How shit does her hair look? <laughs> and sometimes you get those messages as well. It's like, this is what we talked about earlier. And I'm like, what were you talking about earlier? Yeah, and then I, I just think, that. don't tell me. Ignorance is bliss, baby. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Wait, you think people do it on purpose, Al? Some, or yeah, or like sometimes, I've had a few DMs where people be like, say something not that nice. And then be like, oh, sorry, I meant to send it to a friend. 
it's uh, yeah yeah I can't even remember, think of an example now That's and I'm always just like I, d- I just because there is an unsend function just unsend the message and I'll, ne- I'll never have known about it I think know? that's quite funny I, yeah. I just feel for those people I'm just like I, I know that there's this woman right that absolutely hates me like I just know that there's this woman that follows me that absolutely loathes me really and this morning I put a spelling mistake up and I was like oh she hates when I make a spelling mistake she hates it gets her, gets her, she annoys us so much and then I was like and I used to be before I was like I should probably let me make my spelling better so she doesn't get annoyed and now I'm like lol 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 like <laughs> fuck it i'm like how fun for you you just get to spend your your day being annoyed or like anyone that's like past yeah. ag in the dms i'm just like weird use of energy bro but okay yeah, yeah. so let him, let him send it back to you let him let him hate um, your shit good for your engagement it is good for engagement thanks for engaging yeah thanks for raising me you raise me up okay oh, sing us out sing us out so i can stand on mountains i'm not singing with her you come on don't make me do this after three, all of us. One, two, three. You, re- oh, guys. <laughs> Jen's pretending not to know what's going on. <laughs> She's got a microphone right in front of her as well. Okay. Okay. We're loving and leaving you. Farewell. Can we make oh, a camera say, thing? How does it say? Fa- how, how does the song go? The one in so long. Goodbye. Farewell. A V to say. Good. Good night. Adieu. It's sad to go Guys. and leave the sorry side. So do, 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 You want to go from the beginning? Go from the top. It. From the, okay, from the top. I'll go show so us how long, it's done. Farewell, every day, adieu, adieu. What? Adieu to you and you and you. You know what? No one likes. I know it all. <laughs> See you on Monday. I'm thick the rest of the time. Give me something. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Should I delete that? It's part of the ACAST Creator Network. Uh-huh.